Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where two hot seamen talk about football, saving Big Ben's life, door-to-door handjob services, and dudes named Josiah. So my dad, who hasn't been watching football every day, he usually just catches like the highlights or like the post news and scores, box score, mm-hmm. whatever. And he, I was talking to him today, and he's like, this is unreal. I've never seen a season like this. Again, he's like, I'm not really watching every game, but why is every score, every week, a division game is flipped? Where, uh, like, the bottom of the division is always beating the division leader every week. I mean, I think it comes down to a little bit of that whole argument where it's a funny shaped ball and it bounces weird. So like, it's like any given Sunday, some things can just happen and you have that every week you'll have one game that fucks up your parlay. Like, yeah, it's, there's no reason that Jimmy Garoppolo should be beating the Rams, man. It's just no a hundred percent. But that's the thing. Like this week in particular, there was just a lot of shit where it's like, I game pass the fuck out of that that Tampa Bay Washington game. My dad actually said that too. Yeah. He said balls. It was like fucking Plinko ping pong balls out there. He was just, the balls were flying around. It was weird. So I agree with you on that, that game specifically, but I I still can't figure out. Cause it was like one of those things where it's like, Oh yeah, no, the Tampa is winning this game. And then the clock's over and like, Oh no, the score (laughs) is like, not what my brain was telling me it was based off the football I watched. Right, right, right. So it was the same with like the, the Packers and Seahawks game. I'm sitting there watching that game. The Packers oh. are beating the fuck oh, out yeah. of them all day and they score like three points until the fourth quarter. I'm like, what the fuck is this game? Yeah, the 17 to nothing makes it seem like a blowout, but that game was close the whole way for no reason. And the, and the Seahawks literally did nothing the entire game and it was close. No, except for DK Metcalf getting thrown out and then trying to put a mustache on and then walk back into the huddle. Like, no, I, I, I was, I was, uh, at that point I was paying in and out of attention of that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought you had to exit the fucking vicinity. Yeah. I thought you had to go yeah. home when you got taught. He was just literally standing there. Like maybe they won't notice if I decide to go in for a play or yeah, it was weird. They should have like a more embarrassing version of a penalty box when you get kicked out. Like there's just like a velvet roped off square and you just have to stand there. There's no chair. You have to stand there the they, rest they of the They should put you in one out. of those those uh carnival dunk tanks and if <laughs> if you get dunked then you're then you're disqualified, but if they miss then you're allowed to come back in a la what DK was trying to do. Every time they kick a field goal it goes off and they, they fall into the thing. <laughs> so most of the time you're safe because that usually doesn't happen. Nobody makes Cause, those. Because so. Mason Crosby's missing the <laughs> hell out of kicks right now. Just We'll put it on just the extra point. All they got to do is make the extra point and you get dunked. Now you'll still be bone dry with the way things have been lately. Because <laughs> like, that, that DK Metcalf thing was, was great because he did like three separate individual things to get kicked out of the game <laughs> in that one play. He like grabbed one dude by his face mask, shook him. I forgot who it was. Uh, let's just say it's Kevin King because it's he's Kevin, yeah, That's yeah, what I was going to say. And then he puts his arms up like, hey, this guy is assaulting me. I remember assault, that. Assault, Which assault. is the right, in his defense, it's the right thing to do in that situation. He did the right thing. It's, it's the right thing from football and also the right thing because it's very funny to me and I want that to happen every time because it just looks like he's blowing a rape whistle every time he does it and and then he let go of that guy because oh this guy's not gonna fight me and then right. he just grabbed another dude's face mask like hey you fight me and he's like i'm also not going to fight you dk has <laughs> uh, how can i put this he has the exact opposite of little man syndrome he 
anytime he feels like, and he, I always hear him talk to, like, he'll get interviewed by Aaron Andrews or whoever the fuck's interviewing him. He's always talking about, like, yeah, I can't let corners get under my skin. Corners get under his skin every fucking week, dude. Every week. Everyone. And he always ends up, like, in that situation where he's, you know, I'm bigger than you, so I'm going to punk you. And this is what happens. He, he either gets tossed or, or it affects his game, like, his production. Well, it's also one of our favorite things to do in football is to um, extrapolate workplace norms from the NFL to like <laughs> we love to doing like, that, yes. yeah, to like normal work. And if I had like some weird dude that I worked with that every time he lost confidence, just popped his shirt off. <laughs> like when he went into a job interview, he popped his shirt off. And every time someone like th- pushed him a little bit at his job, he would like show his ass. I guess, grab my beard i guess would be the equivalent of grabbing your face mask i don't know and just like shaking me it's like uh i I, the amount of things that will land you in unemployment or prison that you do on a football field that you could not get away with at work at any other job it's yes it's a high number of things exactly Mm -hmm. it's like you just grab your secretary by their face like just like I, like I, like they're stealing their nose. Well, and, and then it also it also goes to the fact that they're wearing you know essentially medieval armor too. So like, how mm-hmm. much physical harm can you do unless you're flying at them twenty miles per hour with your head down so you can like crown them with your helmet? Other than that, it's kind of tough to hurt somebody unless you're taking their knee out at high speed. You can't just mm-hmm. be standing there and. I'm gonna hit you. You know, I don't know. So I guess that's why they him especially. He always gets in that weird tussle grab match i guess uh who is that tiny angsty um corner uh, uh yeah titan's corner that would fight everyone all the time hold on um, don't you might have to edit this i'm gonna get this fucker's name because i know that the one that fought um it's very irish sounding oh no, it's very uh, irish he's a black dude with an like, irish last name yeah it's, it's like flanagan finnegan Cortland finnegan like? Cortland finnegan Cortland finnegan who would always punch dudes in their helmet yes it was just like Perpetual helmet puncher, man. And I never understood that. All you can do is break your hand. Well, and then there's also that time he fought Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson's like, oh, I'll that's... take my helmet off and I'll fight. Like, no, put that shit back on. Like, that's literally a design to protect your dome. <laughs> yeah, that was the time. Andre Johnson was ready to kill him, though. I remember that fight. And he would have. He, he would have. Absolutely Andre would've. Johnson was a bad fucking man. He was huge. <laughs> would have broke him over his knee like Batman and Bane, man. It would have been bad. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't the first tussle Finnegan got, in, uh, got involved with. Man, between him and Albert Hainsworth on that team at the same time, yeah. that was essentially a street gang. Out and, that, there. and that was good Albert Hainsworth, right? That was Defensive Player of the Year, right. Albert Hainsworth. Right. Yeah, that was. And then that time he stepped on that dude's head with his big fat cleats <laughs> when that person didn't have a helmet on. <laughs> also something that should have probably put him in jail. Yeah, that's that's, att- that's attempted murder, man. Yep, that's up there with a Miles Garrett swinging a cinder block at fucking Mason Rudolph. I'm still shocked that he somehow did not end up in jail for that. Like, he could have just not even kind of murdered him, just entirely murdered him. <laughs> what the first time we would have saw like a decapitation on live TV? Like, do you think they would have had time to edit that out or black it out or whatever? Oh my god! Probably not. You would have you would have been able to see the dent in his head for a second as he crumpled lifelessly to the ground, um, and then it would have been one of those things like, oh yeah, that that we're not going to show you that injury is too gruesome. Well, yeah, you just you just never show me that murder. That guy because he just murdered that guy. He's headless now. 
Well, because you you, you, you got to think in hockey when those dudes get their carotids cut. By right. The skates, they don't. Like, they don't. But, yeah. Yeah. And it takes them a while to even realize what's going on when that happens. Like mm. no one knows. All of a sudden you just see a shitload of blood on the ice and you're like, wait a minute. Oh, let's go ahead and cut to a fucking Wheaties commercial real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Do you remember? I don't know much about hockey, but do you remember that what, what happened to that one guy? And you remember that like doctor that was out there and he literally just skated out there and saved his life on the ice when he had his yep. fucking that's un that story is unbelievable that that's crazy man i i i sometimes like think of this shit do you remember when um ben roethlisberger almost died yep. in that uh motorcycle yep. accident and one paramedic's like hey i just have a slight hunch that this one particular like artery is cut and he was right and saved his life man otherwise ben would have been dead like, like paramedics like i the shit they're asked to do, but while not being doctors, yeah, that's that's insane. that's nuts. Those guys, yeah. those guys have my respect for sure, man. Mm-hmm. But because a lot of doctors, and, and by a lot, I mean most doctors wouldn't even be able to pull that off, man. Not like that's no. ball, that's balls of steel right there, man. It's like now I'm a dermatologist, man. I, I just <laughs> I I write you on a piece of paper what cream you're allowed to take, and then I make two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Like like that, like that's what I do. Your whole no, shit's paramedic. cut up. I don't know how to save you. Nah, yeah, you're all your shit is yeah. all that stuff is supposed to be inside and it's not like as a doctor stop bleeding that's what i say i'm gonna write you this prescription to stop bleeding <laughs> you, you follow just, that it's gonna put this on your corpse just right here for you <laughs> oh man that Jesus is that, that's pretty uh that's an interesting job though to just be that type of doctor where you literally just sit there for most of the time just not doing shit man and then all of a sudden something like that goes down and you have to be able to get into that fight or flight mode after you're just literally sitting there watching a fucking game that's that's the yep. same or the fact that you can't go to a restaurant without someone choking it's like hey is anyone a doctor it's like i am just eating corn on a cob right now i don't fucking need this in my life again let, let, let's do the reverse thing let's extrapolate real life back into football okay, It'd be like okay. if, if you went to like a barbecue hut and then like a football game broke out in the barbecue hut and they made you go play three technique like yeah that. that's pretty yeah. much yeah do we have anyone that could play the three technique in here oh my god is anyone is anyone five three three hundred and thirty pounds and has an absolutely fucking violent first step well there's anyone a in here there's a lot of people in the first one because it's barbecue hut but elaborate we need a what now a quick first step okay that should limit it step that now. should limit it down yeah, that makes me winded, so we're not going to do that. Um, oh, like, oh, good. Vince Wolfork's here. Let's go. Oh, he's a one technique, but the joke still works. What's your 40 time? Like, how many pieces of barbecue I can get down in 40 seconds? Or, like, what are we talking here? That's a lot. It's to the point where I can just relax my throat and essentially drink the wings down. This is all you eat can eat barbecue hot day, right? Yep. I've gotten six buckets down so far. They bring it to you in buckets. <laughs> I feel like Barbecue Hut's actually a real place. So are we making that up or is that real? Uh, barbecue, like some place called Barbecue Hut specifically. Right. That seems like some brilliant branding that has not been. I feel like it has to exist. We can't be that smart. Barbecue Hut Schomburg. Told you. Okay, so There's no way yeah. we're that smart. <laughs> nope. Barbecue Hut in Schomburg. I have it right here. Um, it has a four out of four point two star rating on Google, so that's it's pretty good barbecue hut. Yeah, nice little ab drop for them too, man. Oh, it, yep, it's it's a Korean barbecue hut. Oh, actually. that's a twist I didn't see coming. Interesting. What makes it Korean barbecue? 
So I actually, you obviously, I don't know if you were on the episode where we spent, I spent the first 10 minutes talking about Korean barbecue. I think that was just me and Cody, but like, it's essentially, they bring you all the food in the Tri-County area to the point that they have to bring a table to put next to the table that you're sitting at. That's what makes it Korean barbecue though. And well, and then they make you cook it in the middle of the table over like this, like little skillet thing. And it's like there's so gotta like be some. Own... There's gotta be like an ingredient or something that changes it. From... Well, I mean, there's there are all bunch of di- different Korean foods. I mean, they don't bring like an entire rotisserie chicken that you have to cook in the middle of the th- of the thing or anything, or or, or like a a twelve pound roast or something. Like like it, it's it's like specific little Korean foods, and like they have the cold noodles. Like uh, yeah, so uh, who, yeah, I, re- I know. I remember you guys talking about this. Now that the cold noodle yeah. job, I remember. But yeah. who who would pay mo- like money to go cook your own food? That doesn't well, make any sense I to me. did, so I guess the, 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 this jackass. But I mean, the food's good. I'm sure and it the, is. The, the, and this one dude took over the cooking, so like we just, I just sat there and ate stuff. So it really wasn't a ton different than if I had not seen the person cook the food. Well, yeah, but that guy, but to that, that guy, that guy yeah. paid, that guy probably paid a hundred dollars to go to that restaurant cook, you know, everybody's food. What kind of sense does yeah. it make? I mean, Clint is good is, is good people, so I'm very glad he came with us and was, was able to cook for us. But uh, yeah, it seems like yeah, I, I just, I'm glad I'm not. Clint, because like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna cook for you, assholes. Sorry. Especially if I'm paying for it. Yeah, exactly. I'm at my house where I can stay at my house. Right. That's different. That's yeah, different. exactly. I went and paid to go to a restaurant. I put on a shirt with buttons on it to go do it. Like I'm not, I'm not cooking. Cooking my own food. No way. Yeah, not, 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 no fucking way, dude. I want to, want to point at that and be like, give me the double meat, and then somebody else. Yeah. Puts it on there for First, me. I've, ne- I've, I've never said that. I've only had it insinuated at me. Have we ever told the double meat story on this podcast? Uh, think- I'm pretty sure probably like when we first started like two years like, ago. Okay. But my favorite gonna- part is that she looked at you and was like, this is a double meat guy right here. Like, yes, I definitely. Just- this is- no way this dude's rocks around just rocking single meat. So... We were stationed very close to a boot camp, which means a lot of the people that we are just sharing our everyday space with in the military are very green. They are essentially all 18.8 years old. Um, They, for the first time in their life, have a bank account that has like four digits worth of money in it, which seems like an entire Eiffel Tower worth of money. And um, literally every single person that is running a business within walking distance of that knows that and is immediately trying to hyper victimize well, every single and person. And the fact that, that these kids it. were just penned up like caged animals for two months and now they're unleashed with said money that you just talked yeah. about. So they're ready they're to fucking, they're ready to give it back to whoever they can give it to first. Full full of money and cum and just all this sort of like they they just horned up and rich is all they are and they're and really, really ready to be taken advantage of is essentially it. And you would think that a holy place like Subway would be a safe place for, for these folk and it was not the the base subway is only eclipsed by the base gnc as far as fucking houses of charlatans that are just out there to separate money the sale of the market man they're just boots. marketing yeah. it up and it's like so what, what this one lady was making sandwiches every day and you'd make a sandwich and she'd be like, would you like double meat? Which I have been, I used to be a traveling salesperson. I would ate at Subways all the time. Never, ever, ever, ever had I, except for this one Subway, have I been asked, do you want double meat? Well, let me explain from my side of the story. You, yeah. You, it seemed like a nice gesture. It's like, well, of course I would want more meat. Why wouldn't I? I mean, 
But wait, is there a catch or something like that? Why, why? It's like a 300% markup for double meat. It, it, it costs it, it more than if you up, just bought another sandwich. It's like a $35 foot long sandwich with a bunch of fucking military grade lunch meat on it. Like it's, it was a completely insane racket. And I fell for it once and I'm like, what the fuck is this bill? And then I became like hypersensitive to it every time they asked. So Clark and I just walk into this. He's like, we're, we're chilling and then having a totally normal conversation. She goes, would you like double meat? And I snap at the lady completely out of nowhere. I said, no, I don't want fucking double meat. Just make the sandwich. Yeah. Very uh, atypical from, reaction for me. From, from my point of view, I was like halfway paying attention because I wasn't even getting a sandwich. You were just ordering mm-hmm. a sub and I'm, I'm yeah. like paying in and out of attention of what the fuck's going on. And all of a sudden, Coonsie's grabbing this Filipino lady by her throat and choking her out. <laughs> and I'm dragging him off of her. And I'm like, dude, relax, relax. And he's just screaming at the top of his lungs. I don't fucking I was, want double meat. I don't fucking I, want double meat. I, 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 I screamed exactly once. I said, like... To be clear, I'm not a monster, but I did lose my shit a little bit on this lady. And that is also that is also the story of the last time I I ate at Subway in my entire life. I have not gone back because that had to have been eight years ago. Into a monster, yep. Is also a disgusting factory of semi food. Don't eat there. (laughs) Promoted by a pedophile. Nothing good about that place. Is there's nothing good about that place? We did. uh, They should. What did they do to like get back? Because you remember, um, what was it? Pizza Hut? No, not Pizza Hut. Papa John's. Remember they fucked up and they just brought in a likable black guy. What did Subway? Yeah, they brought in Shaq. Yeah, they brought in Shaq. Um, what did Subway do to get back on the map? They brought in RG3. That's remember what it was. They brought in yes. RG3. Everybody loved RG3, mm-hmm. man. That's what it, it good. Yep. Yep. And you know what? Subway sandwiches, not good for your hamstrings. That's exactly what happened to that dude, man. He was perfectly fine. Then he filled his gullet with, with a bunch of like, chewy bread and double meat. His hamstrings were susceptible to tearing and shredding, yep. much yep. much like yep. their skimpy meat. People like to blame Mike Shanahan. Turns out Subway Subway sandwiches. His entire hamstring, your ham, his hamstrings are filled with cheap bread. I don't understand how this happened. Subway, if they don't turn you into a pedophile, they turn you into injury prone. Uh, into a track bust. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That sets their franchise back an entire decade. You can quote us. Subway. Subway. Pedophiles and... Don't eat here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Dude, we have way too much fun with fast food just in general. Not by eating it. No, no, just by pointing out the absurdity of its own existence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people people get confused. Not confused, but they, they don't understand that. I don't think fast food's a bad thing. I've never once said that fast food's a bad thing. I think for what it is, it's exactly what it should be. It should be used in moderation and mm-hmm. like have fun, you know, like, oh, let, it's, let's get the kids a happy meal. You know, like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that as long as, again, moderation. But the thing that I like to harp on is just the, the propaganda and advertisement for fast food. It's just so wacky and hilarious that – it's just it's so hard not to make fun of it, man, because it's just so over the top. And all of them, they all adapt that type of strategy. Every fast food. Well, like the, the, they shoot it, they essentially CGI a hamburger that is nowhere even in the same realm as the hamburger that they have in their hamburger huts, and then and or they attempt to like create these novelty foods, which are my favorite thing. Yes. 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 The novelty foods are, are the best thing because it's something you would never eat. 
in no a million person years. would eat that. Like not even like the drunkest eighteen year old kid with limitless culinary supplies in front of them would think to use fried chicken breasts as the sandwich for the bread part of the sandwich and then just fill it with bacon and cheese and then put it in your face. Like a healthy brain does not think that because the people who are inventing this are one of two things. They're like deeply, deeply cynical Mm -hmm. and they assume like every American has to like, is so filled with trans fats that they have to have their own scooter to like simply get from the couch to the shitter. Like, or they're like psychopaths. Like there's like the only two possible brains that think up these or they're comedians that think it's funny. That's that's kind of what I think. It See, is. I have a different angle. I think it's potentially they who, whoever like does their ordering or inventory or whatever. They get in there once a month and they're like flipping through the catalog and they're like, oh, there's a sale on uh, hot dogs. But this is Pizza Hut. Yeah, but there's a sale on hot dogs. So how can we and then they, you end up with that fucking hot dog crust or whatever the fuck they have. <laughs> that is deeply cynical which probably means it's true that it's essentially just saving a buck man it's like what um is the middle school cafeteria throwing out this week that we can essentially pull from their dumpster and then wrap and fuse it into our food yeah yeah Oh, it's like what different color? What color have we not made Mountain Dew yet? Can we make it that color and then name it? Name it something. And the the other thing that people kind of get carried away with is, and and it can like assume about you know what me and you think about fast food is. Yeah, they might think that we think it tastes bad. No, quite the opposite. It is actually it's too good. It's is the issue. <laughs> it is. Uh, Created with uh, the smartest uh, food engineers this side of the Mississippi, that food tastes delicious. Um, that's not the problem. It's it's literally weaponized <laughs> to taste delicious. It's like literally just um, MSG and carbs, and it's like all your brain wants. Do you it's remember like, when we after the uh, Suns Bucks Finals game we went to McDonald's and yep. we both did not want to be there, obviously. No, but, but felt dirty the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the whole time I felt <laughs> gross because it's like 10 at night and it's our last meal of the night and it's just not good. But I remember I got a – it was like a chicken sandwich and it was yeah. literally the best chicken sandwich I had had in probably six years. It, well, and the thing was we're sitting there and we're both we're both fairly health conscious in a certain way. So we're sitting there looking. It's like what is the least horrible thing that mm-hmm. I can order here? And then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm at McDonald's. So let's fuck this. I'm going to order a bit Which is an interesting <laughs> – uh, that's an interesting topic in itself because, like, yeah. why play that game when you're already no. – yeah, what's the point? Everything is literally just trans fat, salt, and sawdust. That's, like, everything that's in that food. There, There's not any, like, legitimate nutrition to, like, to, like suck out of that food. Like, if you boiled a bone in water, there'd be more nutrition in it than if you ate, like, a sandwich with meat and vegetables at a McDonald's. Like, it's just, there's, there's nothing in there that's good for you. <laughs> so I, I think that's why, like, I don't know, I guess places like Chipotle, which is, if you're, it's relatively healthy. I mean, as, far, mm-hmm. as much as you could get, especially when you go and buy prepared food. Um, I guess that's why they can charge $80 a meal, you know, because people will pay Two that. Two or guac or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, that premium is justified for some people when you could literally just make that at home yourself for you know six five four five bucks 
But then there's labor. You have to go to the store, right? You have to cook, and right? You have to do all that stuff. When you can just walk your fucking happy ass right in line, say, like, "Give me that," and then eat it immediately. The, I mean, the fucking the, yeah, Dakota and Dylan can slap it in the big pot for you and hand it to you. Yeah, it's a price that a lot of people are willing to pay. Mm-hmm. I mean, not 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 only that, they'll pay someone else to fucking bring it to them. Mm-hmm. I can just yell Chipotle at my phone, and then the food appears on my front step. <laughs> Eighty dollars later. Eighty dollars later. You have Chipotle without even getting off your ass. I don't even register how much delivery fee for Jersey Mike's is around my house anymore. Because I can order, because it's so close to my house that I can order it while I'm laying in bed on a Saturday and will be at my door before I get to my living room, which is just an absurd 21st century thing to have. It is pretty wild. It's just dangerous and worth every conceivable amount of money that they can charge me for it because <laughs> that's a pretty cool thing man it, it's amazing you're not even up it's yet amazing and that jersey mics is waiting for you no i i don't have pants on and i already have jersey mics i acquired jersey mics before i acquired pants on a saturday how much better is jersey mics than subway on a scale from one to ten there are, i have not seen enough zeros in my lifetime to add to a number to make it it is so much better first it's actually food which is a, a significant significant thing rather than like surplus animal parts pressed into the imitation of food and then like i I don't listen this is one of those article i saw the article and it confirmed the way i look at the world and did had no interest in read it so i don't ask me to elaborate on this but i heard that they can't legally call their bread bread at subway anymore like it is somehow (laughs) not it's they go to jail if they do it i guess i i I don't know but it's not bread it's just carbohydrates that's pumped up with air i I don't know so like there's legitimately there's it's legitimately not food like the lettuce is probably food they can't call it they can't call it meat holders either yeah (laughs) meat sleeves they got meat sleeves well they can't use the word meat legally that they can't they uh yeah hmm. they have to call it like uh uh imitation i don't know imitation meat holder uh, that is, I need that four more years good. of marketing training before I can. Yeah, none of that sounds good. That. I'm sure there's a no. name for it that would make it sound edible and appetizing. We're just not smart enough to come up with it. I also, if they can't legally call it bread, I don't know why they can call it a sandwich. But oh, that's, a whole, that's, uh, mm. that's a whole. I don't really want to fall down. Anyway, back to Jersey Mike's, which is actually worth talking about. So it actually has bread, actually has food, which, for the record, we've cleared an incredibly low bar here so far. So. We essentially just got past the bag nasty at boot camp is essentially what we just cleared. What's the, is the price competitive? Are they about the same price per sandwich? It's more expensive, but again, it includes actual food. Got it. Um, so, and also I'm a sucker for oil and vinegar on my sandwiches. And they, yeah, they they drizzle the shit out of it with that, baby. Yep. yep. They, they send that shit swimming in that shit to you. (laughs) It's it's literally an aquarium full of it. And then your sandwich is suspended in the middle. Like the end of Fifth Element when they have that lady in the <laughs> tube full of liquid. <laughs> and again, you don't got to get out of bed. No, I don't have to have pants on. It's just there. It's like having an apple tree in your backyard, but it's a, but it's a fucking enormous turkey sandwich. Dude, isn't it so funny <laughs> that we all you know have jobs just so we can not do other jobs? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> so you don't have to go get your own Jersey Mike sandwich. That is an incredibly. Uh, like poignant critique of capitalism. Yeah, I, th- there I think is. about shit like that all the time, man. When it's like, oh, your job could just be going to make your own sandwich and 
getting it and bringing it home and because that's what like life used to be you just used to hunt and gather you, see, you have to go shoot the buffalo right to get your sandwich but but now you don't even put pants on you just yell at your phone and it shows up at your house <laughs> because you were doing another job yeah because i i, I worked 40 hours well, oh, come on. I would love to work 40 hours again, like like 60 hours this week. <laughs> and uh, just so I don't shoot a buffalo. And some sometimes I just wish I could just go and shoot a buffalo sometimes. Dude, how, how, uh, how much do you like some? I, I usually spend about 10 minutes a week on this trying to think of the next door dash because it's there, you know, it's it's it's, yeah. it's waiting to be thought of, you know. So I, I, I haven't nailed something yet. I'm not even close because it's you got to nail something so simple. But so uh, it makes sense for the you know the time and generation, man. And DoorDash was perfect. How 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 fucking genius, man! You have a, you have an endless pool of employees right. who don't have to pay to deliver a product that you didn't make. And, and not only and, that, but it doesn't do any. It has no negative because businesses love it because all it does is increase their revenue. They don't have to pay their own delivery drivers. They get their same fucking you know, production out of not even having to manage any of that. So it's, it's a win-win for literally everyone, especially you. Yep. Cause again, you could just stay in bed and not have pants on. Yes. You have a sandwich tree in your backyard, basically. Yes. hundred percent. I agree. It's a beautiful thing. I, I can't, the thing is the second Uber did it like that, like mm-hmm. brain worm got into right. society and everyone's been trying to do that. Like, I, I don't know, dry cleaning. I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's something, but every time I go hand jobs, hand, hand jobs, hand, jo- hand jobs. Yeah. So you just go boop. And then like, well, there's guys in cars that just drive around and it's like, Oh, time to go give a hand job. <laughs> you see, you open your door just enough to stick your dick out. So it's basically just an app for yeah. prostitutes. I mean, we already have prostitutes. Now we're just streamlining their work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did 21st century. Dude, why don't we might have to cut this because I don't want people to steal our idea, but we could do that in Vegas. It's legal there. So we could literally. Yeah, we do it in Vegas. We could literally create a fucking prostitute app. Yeah. Uh, it's like, hmm. I was Okay, so if you're making an app, it has to like be catchy and it has to be like a unique SEO. We'll so when you type it in. Call it Slappy's. Like, uh, yeah, like, like like slappies with an I, like yeah, or slappy with an I, one one P and an I, <laughs> slappy. You <laughs> have all kinds of slappy promotions. Yep, like punch cards, but digital. You get ten, mm-hmm. you get nine hand jobs. You get the tenth free. Um, well, we'll, we'll pay. Um, we'll pay Nintendo to use that. F- frog from uh star fox as our as our mascot slippy toad <laughs> yeah slippy but it's slappy now he's like i'm sl-. no one even knows who the fuck this character is <laughs> i'm slappy now didn't even know who you were before that what, what the fuck's up with that frog i don't know but i want to fuck it I, I don't understand why i do but i can just i can just tell my phone i want to fuck this frog and then someone it, shows, it shows up to my job. door it just starts whacking me off yeah god what an incredible time <laughs> Got here before my sandwich did. <laughs> I finished before my sandwich showed up. <sighs> Dude, you could literally just spend hundreds of dollars on shit like that of just you having just shown up to your front. Yeah, door. Yeah, just people showing up your, with, with stuff. <laughs> yeah, people just showing up to your front door with stuff. It's just like alcohol and sandwiches and HJs and groceries. 
a ride. A ride. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Gotta combine them all. It's a taxi that gives you a handy job and a sandwich. Dude, that's literally all we pay for as Americans is shit like that and streaming services. That's what we all like. That's all we pay for is just. That's the economy now, man. Yep. Convenience and television. All I don't like. even want to think about how many streaming services I have. Right, man. It's alarming. I. It's a hell of a system. There's a, a, a streaming service now that is, I'm not exaggerating, it's called Warhammer Plus, and it's just exclusively Warhammer TV shows that Warhammer makes. You only need one subscription. I don't know why you have nine, Kunzi, but sure, whatever. Yep, that's just that one. All I need to do is fucking watch Dark Angels shows over and over again. And I, I did put my foot down and I did not pay for that. No I way. Refused, no I way. I refused to pay for that because I saw that. I saw that and I'm like, no, that's not going to be. I right cannot now. believe that's you don't not, pay for that. No, ex- I, I, I don't. One, because I know all the shit they do for Warhammer is trash. I love it, but it's all bad. And I'm mm. not going to pay like six bucks a month to watch something that I know is bad. Mm. I'm already I'm already reading the books. Like, come, come on. <laughs> how much more do you want from me i'm painting painting your little spaceman and reading your books i'm not going to spend six bucks a month to watch your bad tv show can you like, can you get on the uh slappy app and have someone dress up like one of the warhammer characters and come and whack you off i would assume oh man maybe just cheaper to pay for the the streaming service thing because like the pay escalators on that are Probably are you're way way above. Dude, that's how we'll, yeah, we'll do it all on card. Like, do you want him to dress up like a character? If that's an extra yeah. twenty bucks, mm-hmm. do you want uh, oil? Five dollars. You want it? Do you want it dry? You can $5. just get a dry hand job. That's our yeah. cheapest package. Do you want an angry? Ten dollars. <laughs> Slappy's angry handy J special. Yep. <laughs> The, the the angry hub, uh, upgrade is free on like St. Patrick's Day or something. Oh, of course. We'll have holiday you, you promotions. Ang- yep. <laughs> Veterans Day, they wear like that sa- uh, the white sailor suit and. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dress whites. Yep. <laughs> and their ascots. <laughs> oh man. What what was it actually called? It was not called an ascot. It had a very specific name. Neckerchief? I think it was neckerchief. Neckerchief. Yeah. People got real fucking When you called it an ascot. ascot. (laughs) No, you called it an ascot. I did call it an ascot. And I forget who it was, but someone got real fucking hot about it. Someone got heated, man. Yeah, it's like... Well, you wouldn't let it go. You kept calling it an ascot. That might have been the problem. I did, because it was funny how angry he was getting. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget your ascots. Oh my god! Yeah, he did not like that. He did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> made, every time you called that, it made me think of Scooby Doo, man. Fred. Yep, exactly. It's like I don't, I don't know why you're acting tough. You're dressing as gay as the rest of us. I don't. <laughs> Let's not pretend we're badasses here. Okay, oh, I'll just play pretend and pretend that you're tough. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tough guy. Anyway, you got a little stain on your white blouse, <laughs> there, my friend. Make sure your cape is straight. <laughs> I think you came in and you were like, something was wrong with yours. And you were like, does somebody have an extra ascot? And he's like, <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yeah. What did you just say? 
because those things are so easy to, to like 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 mess up. up. Yes, yes. So like if you fucked it, it, it was oh, it was like, done. You had to like throw it away. Not only that, but they were impossible to tie correctly. Impossible. So the, the tying was hard. I had an even harder time rolling it. Yeah. And then like tying it so that it like was even became a thing that you could tie. Right. Right. Like that was the part that you'd sit on your ironing board and for like three and a half hours, you just roll it and unroll it and roll yeah. it and unroll it. And then someone's like, Hey, you know, you can buy those pre-rolled. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> no one told me that. And then an entire stressor of my life was exercised. So so since we are like we have just like we're taking a week off of football essentially which is which is fine this is this is not a great week to talk about football a lot of boring bullshit um, a couple of weeks ago Cody and I had a conversation about one of the coworkers that I I, I work with mm-hmm. um, named Jorgen who is uh, I remember Albanian, this yeah I remember yes, this mm-hmm. who is who's an Albanian uh, uh, immigrant and just an all around fucking badass dude right and I also told the story in that in that episode. Um, I'll put it in the show notes so you guys can go back and listen if you missed it. About the time that we almost got killed by the Albanian mob while buying a car. Right. Um, so I told that story to Jorgen, and he goes, uh, <laughs> where was that dealership? And I'm like, dude, it was like it was like almost 10 years ago now, right. and it was in Illinois. It's like, oh, because I know everyone, every Albanian who owns a dealership around here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? First off, how many how many dealerships are owned by Albanians? And they seem to be very well networked, which only further feeds into the fact the that conspiracy we probably should theory. have been killed yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah, we probably should have been killed that night. Um, yeah, And I, I did ask him about football, and I, I felt kind of bad how he responded. He goes, I've tried to watch a bunch. My friends always just make fun of me for not knowing the rules. Oh, so that sucks. Like that yeah, so cool. I told him that he had to come and watch a game with us sometime. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But he also told me some legitimately crazy shit about Albania. Because <laughs> uh, he said that, um, like, the cops there are, like, corrupt before they're anything else. Because mm. So essentially, like, if you get pulled over, they're just pulling you over so that you pay them to stop them from Jesus. pulling you over. Jesus. It's like a However... Tax. It doesn't need to like they don't need to just take money. He he said he, at one time he got pulled over and he just had a muffin in his cup holder and he they just took. gave the guy the they gave the guy the muffin and he's like cool later and he just took he let him go. So you can al- buy, you can bribe Albanian cops with, with muffins uh, with with whatever's in your cup holder essentially. So um, I just like to think it's muffins specifically like that's their currency. All they take is muffins. <laughs> Albanian muffins. Albanian muffins get you off the hook. He also said that the corruption is so bad that there was a town that was essentially just the mob. Like every single person that the mob was, the cops just did not go in there because there wasn't any point of going Jeez. in. There. Nothing good's going to happen to them. And they had to send the military in to just unmob that town. Holy cow. And it was and it wasn't like bumfuck nowhere. There was 3,000 people in that town that they wow. essentially had to go to war with wow. to get the mob out of there. So, wow. Anyway, if you thought we were exaggerating about the time the Albanian mob almost put us in rugs and threw us in Lake Michigan. Warren was uh, not exaggerating. We're not. Can now confirm with an inside source that that was very much the case. Wow. I also found out that he's now a bouncer, and he just does that. Like, we raised our minimum wage at our hospital to, like, $19 an hour, so that dude makes, like, 
really good wage now and he just does bouncing just because he likes to go to the bar and fight people so, <laughs> i respect the hell so, out of that yeah i respect the hell out of that too he's not a big guy either dude he's like he's like my height and probably like 30 40 pounds lighter he's, he's a pretty pretty slim dude damn apparently, he apparently can fight he wants so, to yeah i like i like the yeah. drive that's fucking awesome yeah i might have to yeah pick up a few shifts over there and work work, work mm-hmm. with your organ man that's what's up it's like Jorgen's like, let me show you the ropes. It's like, I'm going to fight that guy. He's like, no, don't. That's Darren Williams. He will fucking just murder. He'll punch the top of your head off. We don't fuck with him. Christ, man. What is your, staying on that topic, what is your, I mean, that's pretty damn close, so this question might be relevant, but what's your dream matchup for, for one of these uh, Davey Palm boxing matches? Not necessarily fighting him, but what would be? So, so I assume we're going to like limit this to an NFL guy fighting a, um, NBA guy like okay so we, 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 yeah, can, we can yeah, play that game we that. can play that game okay so I'm going to say Kwame Brown <laughs> versus Chad Ochocinco <laughs> that's I like the the people you picked I don't like the matchup if that makes sense you don't like the matchup I don't like okay, the matchup okay. I like the people you pick just not the matchup let me see if okay. we, we can think of like a better matchup do I do I actually want to see somebody like you brought up Albert Hainsworth, and I'm like, would I want to see him box? Ooh, fuck. And I'm like, I don't know. Because, like, who does he not kill, though? Right, right. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what matchup works for him. So, like, what's something realistic? Uh, like, like against P- Kendrick Perkins? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, against Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins. Perkins yeah. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. What's up, mascot? You got any ideas for who you'd want to see in the Davy Paul Mortal Kombat extravaganza <laughs> tournament? Who's that? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Oh my God! No one should play Kevin Durant. What He's you, got the reach, but I'm not sure it matters. Like, what are you talking about, Trey? Kevin Durant's like this boxing NFL it's gonna, player. It's like fighting a guy holding two brooms. Like, <laughs> come up with another one. Who else do you have? He's making a lot of contact, but it's not doing anything. Kyrie Irving. Uh, now you're talking. Yeah, okay, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving versus the concept of a curved Earth. Um, <laughs> In a no-holds-barred ladder match. First, a, a, a child with a runny nose. Um, let me see. If you, Who's equally as fucking wacko? Oh, uh, Larry Johnson. Oh, that's, that's a yeah. good one. But he's also he's, kind of a monster, but, though. Yeah, but he's also a whack job. So he whack job, whack job v. whack job. I like it. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that these... NBA guys are always bigger than you think they are, just because they are. They're, they're, they're a huge. Fo- yeah. foot taller than you think they are too. Right. So like, yeah. So, except for Darren Williams, who was entirely half foot shorter than I thought he was. I don't know why you thought he was so tall. I mean, he's tall. Like, he's six foot three. Yeah, he's six like, three. That's yeah. Tall. For some reason, I thought he was like six six. I don't. I don't know why, but. Man, that that's a. Oh well, I, I want to say like, oh, Ron Artest, but I've already seen We've Ron already Artest seen fight. fight people. Jermaine O'Neal, so we've already like, seen fight. Yep. Yeah. It's not even like we don't need to go he's there. He's punched the guy holding a coke once. Like that was that's not any better than that. Jermaine O'Neal almost killed that man. You remember that when he sl- yeah because he do slipped. That. If he would have slipped, he would have fucking literally killed. Punch that dude's head off. He would have killed him. He would have killed him because he had a fucking flying running start. And if he would have not slipped, that man was dead. No, you you can have that guy who threw the coke that start that fight fight the sons and four guy oh my god that'd be a nice matchup i think the sons and four guy yeah. would just completely obliterate him but i'm not sure there's a guy in the world that wouldn't get obliterated yeah by that dude that guy four. knew what he I, was doing man 
I, I've never been like that's like the three hundredth fight that dude has been in. Oh, he was he was completely prepared. He was so fucking ready for that fight, man. He was so under control because most people that get in those situations, they you can tell they're not ready to be there. That guy was completely ready to be there. It's like, yep, I'm, I'm going to get hit, maybe. Or maybe I'll just kill this guy before he has a chance to hit me. It doesn't matter. And then the fact that he was holding up his buddy's corpse while he's talking shit to the other guy. <laughs> and then he, and then when he tags him one last time, I just laugh every time where he, like, he looks at him and punches him in the face again. Put this in your doggy bag and take it home with you. Just boom. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing now is that anytime you get embarrassed in public, you're on camera for the world to see. Yep. So that's just brutal that, like... Those guys got to go into work the next day after getting their fucking salads tossed like that. And they're like, dude, was that, was that you wearing the fucking Nuggets jersey? Getting your ass whipped on live TV? Then you have to lie and say you got in a car wreck. And... It's like, no, 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 my wife did this to me. Like, <laughs> In the privacy of my own home. Aren't you a Nuggets fan? No. What? No. no, no, fuck the Nuggets. They're not. It's no. I don't even, I don't even know. I watch basketball. Do, do they play in this city? <laughs> Is there center tall? I don't even know, man. Like, just trying to go back to work, man. You got me. You got me confused with somebody else. Oh, I know. I want to see the thing that we almost saw. I want to see the Morris brothers fight the Jokic Holy brothers. shit! Now we're talking. That could be a tag team match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want like WWE rules too. I want like fucking chairs and shit in there. I don't. I don't want there to be a boxing match. I just want to be a bunch of fucking human carnage in a square. Like that's <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> no rules. The only rule is there's no rules. That's all I want. Huh? Oh my god! Which those guys are big, man. I don't. I mean, the, dude, the, they're big and scary. Yeah, like they scary. have like a weird energy to them. That they like, do, they terrifying. do. I mean, the, the Morris twins are fucking huge too. There's you know six foot nine, ten range. I mean, they're big fucking dudes too. But the, yeah, the, but like you said, the, those Jokic brothers, man, they got like a aura about them where they just look like they're ready to fuck something up. Speaking of dudes that go into rugs and they're never seen again, like like they just look like the kind of people that would just make you disappear. Right, you know? right, right, right. For sure. Yeah. Let's see, man. Is there any any football topics we should talk about, man? I know we've had a little. Uh, we could talk because OBJ was like I suspected traded forty five minutes after we stopped recording. Uh, yeah, last week. of course, of course, we could. Yes, yeah, we could talk a little OBJ because I. So yeah, OBJ is a Ram. Congratulations! After one game, it looks like dog shit. Um, yep. Which doesn't doesn't mean anything, but like. Nick, who owns him in our fantasy league, was texting me about him. And I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm, I was like shocked at how bad he looked out there. And he's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you talking about? He only got three targets. Like, what do you want to do to him? And I'm like, that's not the point I'm really making. Mm-hmm. Because like OBJ, when he was OBJ and young and looked like he was going to be one of the best football players ever, looked like a fucking ballerina out there. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. he, he looked like a different creature when he was playing football. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't look he just looks like a, a fast guy running routes now like he just doesn't look like the same sort of like i think that's transcendent a fair athlete that he used to be i don't think that necessarily means that he's like totally done no 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 but i think he's done as obj i mean if, I if deshaun watson i mean excuse me deshaun watson if uh, deshaun jackson can catch a ball and then hand it over to the other team then i'm sure there's a place in this league for obj to start I also love how Deontay Johnson is like just so much on his way to being the next Deshaun Jackson. He's so cool. If 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 he wasn't more of a possession receiver than Deshaun Jackson, they'd be the same person. That dude just loves giving the ball away at the worst time. It's not even about that. It's about the comedy of what he's doing. That too. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. Because it's always like a hideous turnover at a hideous time to just completely blow up a layup. Mm -hmm. Like that, 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 just this weekend when he caught that pass that should have just been the end of the game essentially. And then just some fucking practice squad DB punches it out of the universe and immediately turns it over only for it to be turned over three or four more times back and forth. And, and, and that all that being game. said, he's the best receiver on that team. It's wild. He is. He is. That, that If he was just bad, he wouldn't be fun. Right. But the fact that he's good and full of comedy is what makes him worth talking about. Good point. People forget that Deshaun Jackson for a lot of years was legitimately one of the best receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. And a level of explosiveness that we really hadn't seen in that era. He was like a, a proto-Tyree kill in a lot of ways, just like as far as how how he could just entirely blow the game open by touching the ball once. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, as old as he is... He's like 35. And as, yeah, as long as he's been in the league, he, he never really lost that. It was just like, when he catches the ball, he's still explosive, which is insane for a guy his age. Yep. But the comedy crept more and more and more <laughs> into every touch. Yeah, yeah. Because like he would just do something funny like every third game when he first started, like just not score a touchdown because he forgot that he has to take the ball with right. him into the end zone. Threw it away like luggage, yeah. Which is only funny because it happened more than once. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. To him. Um, yes, to him. It, and But now, like, he gets, now that he's only getting two or three touches a game, we when he essentially just ends that game for the Raiders by turning over, by one, forgetting which direction the end zone is that he's supposed to run to and going back the other way and then also forgetting that he's the guy who's supposed to have the ball and then just giving it over to Kansas City. Not to uh, talk about this guy at all, but how funny mm. is it they're like, fuck, we need to replace Henry Ruggs. I know. And like, isn't that like the <laughs> perfect replacement, I guess, in, in some way? There is, um, I guess, a way of thinking about football where like speed is like a unified concept. Yeah. Where it doesn't matter how the speed is being used, as long as you or like have it. Is if that guy is fast, I can just replace him with another fast guy. It's literally the principle that got Ted Ginn employed for an entire decade. Because all Ted Ginn is like, oh, you guys traded Brandon Cooks. Guess what? Guess who's here? Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn. He's also a fast guy. Yeah. So like that just that literally got him employed for an entire generation of football. It it, it is like sad to like that what we thought was going to be one of the great NFL careers just kind of disappeared in the night. Like with, with, with OBJ, it's like just, he was here one minute and then he was gone. Yeah. It, I, I think for me that I, I didn't understand the timeline until I looked it up, but for some reason I felt like he was better for longer than he was. I, I guess I was kind of not necessarily shocked, but I was a little taken back by just the window of dominance it, for some reason it felt longer but it really wasn't because like you forget he didn't start right away because of when he got drafted like you know injuries surprise and then he comes mm-hmm. in and he had that catch basically immediately you, mm-hmm. you know what i mean it, it felt like when he had that catch he was already established but he really wasn't like that was like holy fuck this guy is legit like that that was one of his first things he did that people got recognition you know people recognized him for and then the window lasted a year and a half, two, and a half two years, years yeah, two like years, yeah, yeah. and then it was over. It was almost like that that Josh Norman thing sort of ended it. Like he had that like fight right, with Josh Norman, right. got hurt immediately after, and then it was over. Yeah, yeah. 
because he he was and like he was more than just that catch. Like he his oh, numbers were ridiculous. Absolutely, absolutely. Like that's that's the best catch he ever had. But he had like six or seven other catches that were almost as spectacular. Exactly. Like he would run that same like go route on the bottom of the screen where he would dive into the corner of the he caught like four or five touchdowns yeah just that it same. wasn't quite a fly route he would run it like a outside not not really a post but yeah he would always just kind of shimmy his way to the outside and then the ball would usually be thrown poorly because because it's yeah, man. and then he, yeah. he would always have to lay out for it and he would catch it every fucking time mm-hmm. it's like so and then uh, well you know what really ended it was the fucking boat. Oh my god, yes. That 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 picture basically will be in his, you know, museum of of just Yeah, god. Just a shirtless thirsty pig with a bunch of sexy boys, man. That was it for him. Well, it's it's one of those things that you know, OB, OBJ gets cut, the Browns have a good week, and then they go play a good team where they really need some explosion in their offense. Get and they fucking run out of the gym yeah. immediately. So it's like, no, that wasn't going to fix everything. That offense has real big fucking problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like their defense, who was carrying that team through the end, of, like through most of the year, now is so spent from having to carry the offense on their back that they're, that they're starting to crumble apart too. So that Brown situation is like, legitimately dire at the moment like the the flaws of that t- team are consuming the strong parts of it i think yep they, they need to i mean their only chance is to just literally run through everybody i mean that's the only way that they're gonna make any noise in the postseason if they get there is that run game has to just shred absolutely shred dude uh, um i do want to go on the record based on something i was on the record for uh last conversation and podcast do you remember what I was saying about a certain Colt McCoy where I said if he starts anymore, he'll probably get embarrassed? Well, I was right. Well, yeah. Well, don't break your arm and pat yourself yeah, on the back. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't like being right about that. It fucking sucks. But, like, I knew that going into the game. I was like, oh, fuck, he's starting. Yeah, there's no way he can play well again, like, back-to-back. Mm-hmm. So we're probably fried. Especially on a team that can't do a ton but they can rush the fuck out of the quarterback right yeah, right yeah it's just a bad yeah bad matchup yeah panthers mm-hmm. were getting man it was just a fucking bloodbath um yeah i don't like the narrative that the fucking um sports media was trying to make oh cam's back he destroyed the cardinals it's like no Hassan, no, he was Hassan the, reddick and like, fucking all the pass rush destroyed the yeah. cardinals and burns yeah and, yeah. and brian burns like, yeah well you know <sighs> So I've been thinking. I ended up spending way more time processing the Cam Newton thing than I thought I would. Um, first off, he was on the field for like four plays. Yeah, so he barely even played. He, they, yeah, they were high impact plays. He scored. Yeah, they evolved touchdowns. So sure. Because because the coach was like, "Hey Cam, go do Cam stuff for this play," and then because he's Cam Newton, it resulted in touchdown. Yeah. Um. So, and I think Cam Newton has gotten a lot of criticism in his career, and I think a lot of it has been deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think they're very, like criticizable aspects to his game. However, I can't refute that. Like everyone who plays with them seems to really like him. (laughs) Like, like you can see clips on the, on the sidelines of him, just like there's huge groups of people just around him, listening to him talk about football. And like, so that is also kind of what I feel like the Panthers have missed in a weird way. They've seemed weirdly rudderless. Like, 
at times are playing good, but they're playing good in a very like robotic way. And the second that the mechanisms get screwed up, that team sort of can't can't operate. Mm. Um, and so I think there is this. Yeah, the narrative was like, oh, let's all like, isn't this a great story? Because that's what you know, sports journalism is. It's about finding narratives and, and creating narratives. But like, I do think there is something to that 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 franchise in particular needed a little bit of heart and soul in it. And that's essentially all that cam is at this point in his career. And he kind of always has been. So I think there, there maybe is an additive quality to that. Do I think he's anything close to a long-term solution (laughs) for that football team? No, absolutely not. Uh, They do not have a a slinger in that building that can do anything for the future plans of that, of that franchise. Unfortunately, Uh, Sam Darnold is just not, pull him together he, he's kind of established into who he is at this point and uh, bj walker's not any good so cam newton is entertaining which i think is uh, entertaining and boastful and adds spirit to your locker room which i think is all you can ask for right now and i think they'll ride him out the rest of the year i think sam Darnold comes back he'll stay right where he is i think that'd be the right play honestly mm-hmm. i mean as, unless he goes out there and just fucking sucks of course but he, he gets yeah, the opportunity yeah. though i think is the yeah. play yeah, so I I think it could be interesting. I think it's definitely gonna make me sit down and watch it because it's like oh, oh yeah it's, no it's fun it's definitely fun yeah I mean the, it, I'm gonna it, hop in a time machine for three hours on a Sunday it, <laughs> go it, back to the it's hilarious too that I mean like we've all seen on all the fucking memes and everything that just the carousel of how they came back to Cam after paying his replacement his other replacement and then he's the replacement for the replacement it's yep it's hilarious yeah I, I but. It, I, but uh, I, I, it, I respect it, it, it though. Like it, it's the right move for them to make because they could go on a run to make a wild card spot theoretically, and then he does bring that juice to make something happen. I don't, I don't think they're particularly scary anywhere in the postseason or anything like that. But it, it the franchise needs it obviously because, like you said, they mm-hmm. know that they do not have a quarterback for now or for the future. So the Mm-hmm. They know they have work to do, so you might as well just try something because it sucks, man. I, I mean, we're bailing on Darnold. Like, we're saying it without saying it, but we are. Yeah, yeah. I think it's well-earned bail, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think we supported him to like, the very last second we could support him with a straight face. Mm-hmm. And like, and mm-hmm. then it was just like, no, we, we can't deny reality more than it is to have it. Yes. So, um, I also think it's got to be just really cool if you're a Panthers fan. Like, it's just got to be a neat yeah. moment. Like, like, oh, he's back, man. Glory, glory days are back. We can at least have one last ride uh, with our dude. Everyone yeah. I've talked to loves it. I mean, as far as Panther fans go, I mean, they, they fucking love it. So, I mean, it was even neat when Randall Cobb came back. And Randall uh, Cobb right. was fucking bad. Like, burnt out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and also, like, real quick to segue into this. I don't want to fucking deal a ton with this. But, like, there was something, like, watching the Packers miss on OBJ and everything and then going out and watching that Seattle thing. And something that I've kind of been sitting on for a while is I am actually starting to think that there is some legitimacy because like I was defending the Packers for a long time that the supporting cast around Aaron was fine. Uh-huh. I'm starting to kind of come around to the way you saw it. Cause like, I don't know, like Alan Lazard has not been playing well at no. all. No, no this season no and, it, and it's like he's dropping 
everything. And the thing that's blowing my mind is Amari Rogers must really have no fucking clue what he's doing. Thank you for finally because, breaking. He's not even on the field, man. No, he's not getting any snaps. They're putting a geriatric Randall Cobb out there. Yep. And, and MVS, who is a receiver that cannot catch. Nope. Like, just, just, just straight cannot catch. So you have a tall guy that cannot catch, a fast guy that cannot catch, Actually, and an old guy that can catch but can't separate I've, at all. I've been thinking <laughs> that for multiple weeks, like, how, yeah. how that reflects Amari Rodgers potentially, you know, that mm-hmm. that where it's potentially really bad because what is the excuse for him not to be in this rotation? My God. Well, it's not like he's also tearing up the kick returning game either. Like he's just right. kind of being a very average kick returner. So it, it, it it's concerning because I liked him coming out quite a bit, and I was like excited when the Packers got him. But like, especially if we really are going into next year without Aaron Rodgers, like God, the facelift on that skill position crew like, has to be legitimate, man. Yeah. Like that has to be like one. We got to get. Uh, Adams under contract first mm-hmm, off mm-hmm. and then two like a guy like Michael Gallup or Mike Williams kind of has to become a priority for us like we got to be able to just figure out some more talent on that offense somebody else that can catch a ball yeah for fuck's sake right that's not named Josiah <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen hot boys and girls thank you so much for joining us another episode of football hot boys um please in, until our show next week go ahead on a facebook and follow us there and head over to twitter at hb underscore hot boys and make sure you are sharing us helping the show grow and uh sending us dms for questions for our next mailbag show so until next week stay out there boys and girls peace <laughs>